0: First, we try to catch them with teams meeting, and then we have a customer service center. <laughs> and It's very small, like a very small place, but still, it's publicly available that everybody can, can come here at, uh, at any time. So, this is how we work with, with residents from the practical point of view. But uh, from the informational campaigns uh, with residents, we go to the uh, neighborhoods.
1: Welcome to City Stories, the podcast by Energy Cities. I'm Miriam Eisenman and I'm your host. This podcast is for those who want to learn how cities go about with the energy transition, how they take action with courage and creativity. What is it like to be the young director of a capital city's energy agency? I found some answers when I talked with Janis Ikauniks. Since two years, Janis leads the Riga Energy Agency in Latvia. He told me how his agency is tackling the city's challenges, which spots help him relax, and why innovation is not always the first thing to do. Riga is known for its wooden buildings, Art Nouveau architecture and medieval old town. But the city leaders look towards the future. Riga is one of 10 pilot cities that are developing and implementing pathways and scenarios towards climate neutrality in the framework of the EU CityCalc project. Welcome to City Stories, Yanis.
0: Yes, good afternoon, everybody.
1: Um, for a start, can you briefly present yourself?
0: Uh, yes, I'm Yanis uh, Ikonics, I'm a head of Riga Energy Agency, and uh, I have been working in agency for a little bit more than two years. Uh, before that, uh, my professional uh, experience was related with uh, energy consulting, um, energy auditor, with different European projects, uh, financial instruments, how we can uh, uh, finance uh, these good solutions.
1: So um, what is the role exactly of your energy agency? So you're uh, attached to the city, right? But you don't own municipal assets. What exactly uh, are your powers then?
0: And so we are part of a municipality, quite similarly as uh, other departments uh, in, in all of the cities, uh, but as an agency we have sp- specific regulation. Our responsibility in general, we could say we are responsible for implementation of a sustainable energy and climate action plan and everything what is uh, underneath it so it's any building renovation uh, facilitation of building renovation energy management uh, adaptation measures uh, and and coordination of uh, different sustainable uh, resources uh, circular economy so uh, a lot of on on our plate but uh, we are trying to develop the system how we can uh, Uh, coordinate these actions uh, smart not only to say to the departments what they need to do but how we really can achieve the, the result
1: so what should be the result what are the key challenges in riga currently and what is your vision on on how to tackle them
0: the biggest challenge or uh, is that uh, the, the, the need of people to change but they are not willing to do that mm-hmm. so how you can, can achieve that and it starts from residents to to department workers uh, or to, to some employees or even some of the department heads so and this is uh, as I mentioned this is huge opportunity for us not only to save energy but to renovate our, our infrastructure to achieve better results and to pay less in, in, in next years Uh, but it's always uh, the question how you can convince and uh, and explain that this will be better that to pay a little bit more it's it's better for us
1: how do you explain because riga is part of of the 10 pilot cities um which are implementing measures towards climate neutrality i think for you it's by 2030 so it's quite pretty soon Uh, climate neutrality is quite um Quite an abstract concept. So, when you say we need to change people's minds and attitudes, how do you manage that with something which is pretty vague and might not be very, very concrete and in people's lives?
0: We have uh, developed a new sustainable energy and climate action plan. Uh, before the climate mission, already it was it was approved, and there we uh, aim to uh, achieve climate neutrality, so reduce the emissions by 100%. Uh, part of them are compensated and, but, uh, by 2030 in municipality infrastructure. And, uh, of course, we, this plan was made from uh, like a top-down approach.
1: Let's put that on hold for a second. Yanis just mentioned the EU missions. For those of you who don't know what this is, the EU missions for climate neutral and smart cities is an initiative from the European Commission. Cities who have been selected to be part of the 100 climate neutral and smart cities by 2030 get advice and assistance from the missions platform. Riga was one of them.
0: We set our targets, we uh, we implemented the measures, how we we will, will achieve them. But in the same time, the implementation process goes uh, vice versa. So we go from from beneath that. So we go through the energy mm-hmm. management system. We uh, we plan with them the measures together that they understand. Of course, they 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 know that they need to do something and achieve the targets. But we plan together with them. And we uh, we, as energy agency with with different projects and even from budget money, allocate this funding for implementation of the of the projects and try to guide them that this is not only what we are saying them to do but but also giving them the opportunities to implement them because a lot of departments are, are really willing to and, and they are happy to implement something new and to uh, improve their uh, their buildings their, their environment uh, but uh, not always there's opportunity or knowledge how to do that so we are as a as a, as a maybe you could say competence center for for, for our departments that we can uh, show the way uh or or identify the objects or describe what is needed or help them to procure better panels solar panels or procure better something else and and uh, this this is idea so that we are in the same boat together with them that's not on that they need to do that but we together we need to achieve this
1: so how do you manage to reach out to those i mean i guess them is like individuals or businesses in riga uh how do you reach out to them and how do you concretely support them in in the those different measures that will help the city overall reducing its co2 emissions uh in the next um yeah seven years
0: yeah yeah first of all and uh we could describe this uh in different sectors and uh uh, municipality sector this is quite easy we we have implemented the energy management system according to ISO 50001 and so this is a standard procedure how we are operating and uh, with it, within this procedure we uh, centralize uh, from the centralized perspective reduce. And there were already some some savings uh, for 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 heat and electricity, and and now these uh, savings uh, because of the high energy costs uh, last year and even now uh, we are alloc- allocated to to rig energy agency as a as a as a program for climate action implementation. So and this is a as an internal. Uh, internal program where everybody from municipality departments uh, and agencies can apply with their project ideas uh, according to our priorities and this year our priorities according to say sustainable energy and climate action plan are uh, solar panel installation for self-consumption uh, uh, Replacement of uh, fossil fuels and for us it's mainly a natural gas uh, and then uh, replacement of uh, of all the not, not all of but inefficient uh, lighting solutions. So uh, lighting solutions. So basically, uh, th- these are a lot of schools where still uh, there's opportunity to switch to LEDs and save a lot of energy. And uh, and also uh, part of the, the the savings are allocated for uh, compensation measures. So that means that. Uh, Uh, We are greening the city by planting more trees uh, that will absorb CO2 emissions. So this is how we help our municipality departments. With uh, residents, we operate a one-stop shop uh, with services starting from online consultations. So we, you know, homepage, we try to catch them with teams meeting and then we have uh, my uh, like customer uh, service center, <laughs> and it's it's, it's mm-hmm. a very small, like a very small place, uh, but still it's publicly available that everybody can can come here at uh, at any time. And uh, and we we move forward according to these uh, to these steps. The idea with, with these consultations here is uh, to catch these people who are willing to do something, and uh, and try to move them forward. So this is how we work with with residents from the practical point of view. Uh, but uh, from the informational campaigns uh, with residents we go to the n- neighborhoods uh, we have uh, different neighborhoods with their associations which consists of uh, most active people I mean, they usually uh, once a year they have some uh, some neighborhood uh, festivals uh, maybe some other meetings we are writing to them and saying, Okay, just tell us uh, when we are able to go there, we will go with some tent and uh, our, our experts, uh, we try to uh, go there with some activities. That, For example, last year uh, we had the opportunity for, for residents to take a photo with thermal camera and we uh, printed out uh, the, the, the picture on, on this photo paper, and there was a huge line that, to, to come with us. But then you have this contact, and you can start to discuss these things, and then they stay for consultation. So uh, this is how you attract the residents and, and then get, move forward. And, uh, and then uh, lastly, with companies, of course, we understand that city on itself is it's not able to achieve climate neutrality we will ask uh, or ha- give the opportunity for companies uh, to, to, to come uh, with us in this boat and be together those companies who are willing to, to identify themselves as a, as, a, as a major stakeholders for, for reaching climate neutrality and uh, which are also ready to do uh, something by themselves. And by this, uh, we, uh, we we involve them in uh, developing climate city contract and also giving some, some opportunities uh, how we can move forward.
1: Climate contracts? Let's just have another quick break here to look into that. Earlier on, we mentioned the EU mission for climate neutral and smart cities, right? So one of the very first concrete outputs of this assistance are the so-called climate city contracts. Sorry for the jargon. So if you don't know what this is, a climate city contract is a planning document for the future and a tool for the whole city. More than its content, it's the process behind which is new and interesting. A climate city contract is meant to be designed in a very participatory way with many stakeholders. And the idea is to have a shared action plan for the climate and energy strategy of the city. So you have your say up, and for the implementation, you're really bringing all the different local players on on board through the Climate City Contract. Um And I think it's great to hear that you're going even in communities and getting as close as possible to the people. And how do you um measure the impact of your your programs and initiatives? Will will the because you're a part of the EU CityCALK project? Will this EU CityCALK tool also help you in this?
0: Uh, Of course, and uh, so I see the benefit of European City Calculator uh, this uh, project uh, for developing climate city contracts. So that means that uh, at the moment we have this 100% climate neutrality in in, uh, uh, SECAP municipality infrastructure. But in all other cities, we set the target for 30% reduction, uh, comparing with 2019. So these are uh, real emissions uh, from 2019, when we started to develop the the, the second. So it is not something that we have achieved already in the history, but this is from the development time. But climate city contract uh, and and climate mission, so uh, foresees that we reach climate neutrality by, by, by 2030. Of course, we understand that this is very hard to do, especially in, for example, transportation sector and, and other sectors. But at least we need to consider what are the best uh, uh, instruments, how we can move forward, and uh, and if not 2030, so when then so what we need to do and what would help us to achieve this 2030. And Climate City, this calculator is what we use as a tool to evaluate these actions whether they give the best impact or whether our measures, how we see that, will achieve the same result. Uh, that, for example, if you are planning that this small campaign will uh, give the information to all uh, residents. Uh, or that uh, this uh, energy efficiency measure will achieve savings like this. So the tool helps us to evaluate and verify that uh, is it is it enough? Is it will will it be like that? Uh, so uh, therefore it's it's very important. But this is as a as a planning tool for for us from uh, monitoring. Or uh, we are uh, of course. Uh, uh, Collecting all, all the data, uh, of course, we are improving our databases. The city is uh, developing uh, uh, data repos- repository uh, to, to collect all the data, but this is still in process, so uh, it will be get better and, and better.
1: Can we get a bit more concrete again around the challenges of, uh, of Riga and for people who don't know Riga uh, in terms of climate and energy?
0: The biggest uh, challenge probably is the transportation sector, as it is uh, 42% of total emissions, CO2 emissions in the the city-wide, but uh, these are scope 1 and 2 emissions, so uh, without without waste. So if we increase, uh, if we uh, add waste, then it's a little bit less. And uh, of course, uh, the the city is planning different measures there, how to to tackle the the challenge, but uh, It's not uh, that uh, residents are not very willing to switch to to bicycles or to go by foot or or public transport. So, and this is a huge challenge specifically because uh, the uh, motorization level increases. From the energy consumption perspective, housing sector is the the biggest consumer and uh, the buildings, uh, most of the buildings, I would say that uh, Somewhere about 80%, 85% of the buildings are built uh, are, are at least 30 years old, and half of the buildings of the housing sector is older than uh, 1943. And, uh, and this is something also. The government uh, has allocated uh, from 2006 different uh, support programs, uh, but even with uh, 50% of the support. Uh, we are operating this one-stop shop and it's very crucial that uh, that from municipality point of view this we have this support and uh, two more uh, challenges Uh, third is uh, uh, zero emission heating Uh, so uh, at the moment we are switching from natural gas to wood chips or or biomass in general uh, as a a main source as as we have a lot of uh, local uh, wood chips and and biomass and and, the amount of uh, biomass in Latvia, deforestation increases even with all the, the consumption. Of course, this is uh, the challenge of the biodiversity, then uh, if you cut got a lot of trees, uh, the, the biodiversity there changes, but uh, uh, from the municipality point of view, we understand that wood chips is not the end-stop, so that uh, probably the heat pumps and different solutions is. It is so and how we can move forward from, from biomass. Uh, also, in decentralized uh, heating, we are uh, pushing regulation. How we can phase out natural gas, uh, especially now after the, the war. And fourth is greening of the city. Of course, we have we have a lot of parks. We have uh, very uh, a lot of different uh, green places in city, but. Uh, but uh, roads and uh, and streets are not very green, and uh, so it's uh, quite uh, grey actually. And this is something what we are also pushing from uh, housing uh, and the environmental department uh, how we can uh, plant more trees and how we can uh, can make city more
1: green. What is your own favorite place? Uh, wh- which is the spot in your city where you would or could stand or sit forever?
0: i think that this is uh, one park uh, next to my house uh, and, uh, it it has a small uh, hill uh, there and uh, th- this is the place where i'm just uh, very often uh, i I'm, I'm running or jogging uh, this is the place where i always jog around uh, and uh, in the winter time uh, when we have snow we go there with children uh, to have winter uh, winter fun and uh, and, uh, and this is just a very, very good place uh, where to be, it's very close to home, it's, it's uh, green uh, and uh, therefore I think this is the, the best one.
1: So I understand why greening the city makes even more sense for you, um, t- t- having even more uh, nice places like this one will be important for your personal well-being and of course for climate uh, adaptation as well, it all goes together. I
0: think that I, I feel uh, connected with my neighborhood, so therefore it would, wouldn't be wise to say that there's some, some other place in city of Riga than if it's not in my neighborhood. So, But uh, really the, the neighborhood initiatives which we have in, in Riga city, we have some programs where uh, if you, you can, from neighbourhood, propose an idea to improve your neighbourhood, uh, that it is supported financially, to improve something. And and this uh, this uh, implements a lot of good projects, and they come from, from residents by themselves.
1: What space do you see for even more innovation and local governance? I mean, a, a lot of... Um, cities are trying to look into completely new ways of doing and I think the climate city contract is already one very innovative way um, and it's great to hear how you bring everybody together around the climate and energy objectives of Riga. Are there other things that you uh, consider in next years as your personal vision?
0: Uh, Yeah for for me from the government's point of view so we understand that uh, not everything what is has been working for a long time is is really working or is it is it good right so uh, and not everything needs to be updated something needs to be demolished and uh, and built something new and I think this is a mentality which we have in the uh, energy agency and try to think uh, how we can achieve the result so when usually in always you have an answer that the that, 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 that thing is uh, that you need to think how, not because you cannot do that. And uh, but from the government's point of view, uh, I think that most uh, most important uh, for the next steps is that uh, we have a written project proposal for uh, CO2 budgeting. Uh, I think that this is something very important for municipality infrastructure, which will comp- complement our. Energy management system. Uh, how we work with our aims. How we move forward. Uh, this is something how we can can do that and uh, another thing is that uh, at the moment uh, the bills for energy is paid by financial department and uh, but the consumers are uh, other departments or or schools so actually the school uh, doesn't see the the budget for their energy so therefore they were not very interested before to save energy because (laughs) it's not impacting their budget and then our idea would be that uh, rig energy agencies that is the holder of all the, the the budget for energy costs together with energy management systems so budgeting that we can plan in this budget and also all the savings that afterwards we can use for these programs how we implement and reduce the savings more so actually that We have our budget. If we save something, then we can share it with the schools to to implement new things and to upgrade their their infrastructure. So these are, I think, most important things for us in the next few years, uh, what we will be working on.
1: That's exciting. So it's kind of an internal cross-departmental Budget management and you attach climate or energy criteria to that. So EU City calc data can support cities also in, in shaping the national energy and climate plans. And I think um, Latvia was one of the, the few countries where um, the government's organized quite an extensive engagement process, to which extent you actually exchange your experiences with the national government. That would be interesting to hear how how the information flows and how much you can um, feed in from the ground into international um, policies.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, uh, yes, that's true. Uh, I, I, as ec- I, as expert, was attending one of the public hearings about National Energy and Climate Action Plan uh, think five years ago. Of course, we are uh, we are uh, communicating quite a lot with with ministries. Uh, just recently, five months ago, starting from January, we have new ministries specifically for climate and energy. But from our point of view, uh, I think that not always ministries are willing to listen what we have to say or have this from the. Uh, practitioners or from the resident point of view and uh, not always uh, uh, all the solutions are implemented or uh, or what is best for how we can reduce that some kind of bureaucracy bi- or, or how we can improve the process because this is most important also for building renovation that we need to understand if the aim is to renovate all the buildings. So we need to make the process as much as, as uh, simple as, as possible. And if it's not, so of course we have this financing, we have something, some some kind of supports, but we cannot say that this is working very, very well. Uh, if we are renovating, I don't know, 80, 100 buildings per year, this is not very good result for the country in general. If we have still... Uh, 80% of the buildings to so anyway, but uh, but it's a matter of, of hard work uh, just to push these things not only energy agencies so we have uh, municipality association we have different uh, stakeholders and partners who are uh, with us and uh, so if you push uh, some kind of initiatives from different fields uh, you can achieve results. And uh, and of course, this is uh, like communication work. Uh, a lot of uh, different workshops and uh, and meetings to 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 uh, implement these principles in, into the ministry's agenda or or some, some or some other initiatives.
1: And I guess the participation in European projects or networks is also one way to um, yeah get get new information, right, and new new knowledge on how to do things and on how to. To, to fill those gaps um, is there one final thought that you want to leave our listeners with around uh, your work or things that you were inspired by or that you want to inspire our listeners with
0: I would just like to say uh, to everybody who uh, who is listening, uh, come to Riga see everything by yourself uh, and uh, we have very good weather in, in summertime but in winter we have Good snow, so we, uh, are, we welcome everybody to, to visit Riga. and of course then we can discuss uh, these things uh, one place.
1: Thank you very much. That sounds like an awesome invitation. I guess uh, you will be overrun now by everybody listening and wanting to to see your your green uh, spot and your green park. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Janis, for the time uh, you've taken to share how you're doing in Riga to, um, yeah, make this a better place in the next years and in the next decades. Sounds awesome. I think um, you, you do um, a fantastic work around involving everybody and um, yeah, making things work um, at the local level and by working with the national level. Thanks a lot and good luck for the remaining work that needs to be done.
0: Thank you, it was a pleasure uh, to, to meet and if uh, somebody would like to contact me so Energy Agency um, we have a homepage so please don't hesitate to, to write to me. Bye.
1: As always, if you're interested in learning more about the topics we've been talking about in this episode please check out the website of the European project EU Calc www.europeancitycalculator.eu europeancitycalculator.eu. The EU CityCalc project supports cities in becoming climate neutral. The project gets funding from the EU Horizon 2020 program and it will offer the open-source European City Calculator web tool with which cities can plan their measures sector by sector to bring their emissions down to zero.